Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word every day for about 12 or 13 minutes. And that's important because that helps us grow in our faith. For some, it might help to simply develop their faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So the more we get into God's Word, the more our faith grows, develops, becomes stronger, deeper, richer, fuller. And so it really helps us to have a better focus on life, to be able to better deal with whatever these days might throw at us. And oh, they throw a lot at us. But it keeps us also more focused on our spiritual lives and our relationship with God on eternity in heaven. I can almost without question guarantee you that there are people in your life, people you know, who need to turn their lives around, who need to refocus. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation, about their spiritual needs. They need to start reconnecting in a, in a deeper way with God. You may help somebody turn their life around and actually get to heaven by sharing these short studies. You can share through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But share. Just make up your mind. Share them with everybody you can. Your family members, your work associates, your friends, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. Help somebody get a better focus on life and maybe help somebody get to heaven. Share. We've been talking about the tragedy of almost, just almost, becoming a Christian. Almost being saved. Almost getting to heaven. Being right there. If you think about it from a perceptive kind of point of view, in your mind's eye, almost crossing the threshold through the gates of heaven into the bliss of that city itself never quite taking that step. Almost, but lost. Almost, but not quite saved. Well, we talked about Agrippa, the king, the Jewish king, before whom Paul presented his case. And Paul confronted him. Do you believe? I know you believe. And Agrippa responded, almost, you persuade me to become a Christian. You may be one of those people right now who are almost persuaded to come to your Lord for forgiveness and salvation. Almost persuaded to become a Christian. Or maybe you have become a Christian. Maybe you were baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins in time past, but you have slipped back into the ways of the world and you know you need to come back. You know you need to repent. You know you need to seek God's forgiveness through prayer. You, need, you know you need to make that recommitment to your Lord. Oh, you're almost there, but you're still outside of forgiveness and salvation. Don't die that way. People are dying around us all the time. And that's part of living life in this world. Don't die just almost persuaded 
to come to your Lord. Why do people not make that final decision, make that final commitment, surrender their will to God's will? Well, we talked about that. Pride is one reason. They don't want to give up what they've got in their mind, which in reality does not even hold a candle to what God has got waiting for them in heaven. You know, the Apostle Paul talked about all of the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places are ours in Christ. If we will come to God through Christ, if we will be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, Acts 22 and verse 16, that God has all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places waiting for us to bestow upon us. Oh, but if you're just almost persuaded to take that step and become a Christian, then, well, those are not your blessings. You do not enjoy those. But pride might be holding you back. If I, if I make that admission that I need forgiveness, what will people think? You may feel like you'll be humiliated. But you see, humility, a humble heart, is what God wants from you. A humble heart ready to submit your will to his will and simply come to him in obedience and submission. Some people say, I'm too busy. Now, we've talked about how some people simply don't want to give up sin, and that's another reason why they remain just almost. They, they're caught up in some kind of sin in their life or maybe a whole sinful lifestyle, and, and they think, if I become a Christian, I've got to stop doing this. I've got to stop drinking. I've got to stop gambling. I've got to stop, I've got to stop running around on, uh, with every woman or man I see. I've got to stop doing all kinds of things. I can't curse anymore. I can't lie. I can't deceive people. I can't cheat people. And they don't want to give up sin. How tragic to end up in hell because you simply don't want to give up sin. <laughs> to pass up eternal life in heaven, all of the bliss and glories and happiness of being in that city where there is no pain, no sickness, no sorrow, no tears, no dying, because you don't want to give up sin in your life. Now, all sin and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3 and verse 23. But you see, the wages of sin is death, Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. But the second part of that verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, which do you want? The eternal condemnation, which is referred to as death there? Eternal separation from God in hell? Or eternal life with him in the glories of heaven? It's a no-brainer. Don't remain just almost persuaded. Some people say, I'm too busy. Well, life is busy. We work 40 50, 60, sometimes some people work more hours than that every week. 
Then there are children's games to attend, and grass to mow, and meals to prepare, and clothes to wash and fold, and vacations to arrange and take and take. And we've got to love our spouse, our husband, our wife. To such people, even the thought of adding another item, another to-do on that list of to-dos, it's daunting. I don't have time to be a Christian. I don't have time to make a commitment to the church. I don't, need to, I don't have time to get involved in the works and activities of the church. I am overwhelmed right now with everything that I've got going on. They probably think, I need to go to church services. I need to be involved, but I have a hard time keeping all the balls in the air right now, juggling them constantly. And besides Sunday, why, that's my only day to sleep late and relax. (laughs) Henry David Thoreau said, it is not enough to be busy. Ants are busy. The question is, what are you busy about? Jesus was busy about his father's business, Luke 2 and verse 49. And that's the example for us. We need to be busy about the heavenly father's business. Christianity is the most positive part of life. In fact, Jesus referred to it as abundant life, John 10 and verse 10. It doesn't so much take energy to live the Christian life as it gives us energy, especially spiritual energy, as we live the Christian life. It doesn't require so much motivation as it provides motivation for our daily living. It gives us direction. It gives us hope. It is the part that makes all of the other parts of our life make sense. It connects the dots. It gives our life breadth and depth and a sense of purpose. Each day and every day, as long as we live as Christians. The Apostle Paul recognized what the Lord offered him as he wrote about it and he said, I'm setting aside those things which are behind me. I'm reaching forward to the prize of the upward call that God has offered me through Jesus Christ. That paraphrasing. But he talked about his pedigree, so to speak. And he said, you know, what those things that I thought were gain to me, those things I have counted loss for Christ. Well, I've given them up. I thought I had position, prestige. I thought I had honor through all that I could point to in my life, my heritage. But he said, those things, ah, I count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection 
have not already attained, he said. I'm not already there in heaven. I'm not already perfected. But I press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I've not apprehended the ultimate goal in its fullest sense. I'm not there yet. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, and then he says, therefore let us as many as are mature have this mind. That needs to be our mindset. Philippians chapter 3 and verses 3 through 15. Paul made up his mind not to be just almost persuaded. He became altogether committed to his Lord. And oh, he suffered such rewards. He experienced such blessings. And he says, they're for you too. If you will give up being almost persuaded and become altogether committed and obedient to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How about you? Are you ready to get past the almost standing just outside the gates of heaven and make that commitment so you can cross the threshold for eternal life in the city of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us your word to lay out the roadmap to a home with you in heaven. Thank you for sending your son to the cross to die to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Help us, Father, to humble ourselves, to give our lives to you through Christ, to be obedient to you through him, so we can be with you and him for all of eternity in heaven. Please help us, Father. We pray for your forgiveness. In Christ's name, amen.